0: So yeah, the the Jurassic Park, my Jurassic Park T shirt. So we went. I went to when I was in when we were in Florida. Went to the Universal Park, and of course they have like all Jurassic Park merchandise, obviously, um, and the T shirts there were they were like cool, but I think they were like thirty dollars or something like that. Oh. T shirts, and I <laughs> I thought about it um and then and uh i was like oh, maybe I'll, I'll think about it tomorrow we're coming back i'll think about it tomorrow and um let's sleep on it yeah yeah i'll sleep i'm gonna sleep on it it's such a big investment of 30 dollars <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna sleep on this and really really think about it if i need it in my life and um i just i went to target that night <laughs> and there was a jurassic park t-shirt in there for 10 bucks <laughs> and i was like I'm just going to get that one. <laughs> I'm just going to get three of those. you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm just going to get a whole range of those. So I got one of these and I got a hoodie, a Jurassic Park hoodie and a Jurassic Park t-shirt for the same cost of the t-shirt from Universal. Oh, and I was like, I think there's only one winner here and it's definitely me.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that that sounds like destiny, to be honest. That uh, You know, Target was going to be your... Uh... The savior really man target's
0: amazing for i ended up falling in love with that shop i've been to america many times but i don't think i've been to a target as many times as i had that trip it just had everything you could ever want
1: yeah i remember when i was there i I, yeah target just endless you know aisles of stuff you know like a billion pop-tart flavors in one and 20 million drinks in another and you're like it's so colourful.
0: <laughs> yeah, I think it's why I love the the series on Netflix at the moment, Superstore, which I hadn't, which I know has been around for like five, six years. I think it's just finished, um, but they've just recently dumped it all on Netflix over here in the UK. Um, so I've been binging that, and I think it's why I love it so much because yeah. it it's filmed in a Target. <laughs> good
1: connotations. Good connotations. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah
0: so uh my all all happy target memories man you can get everything from target (laughs) we need target here in the uk i feel we have people trying to be target but they don't come close
1: (laughs) so you're trying to bring target over here and that's your aim
0: yeah that's my yeah (laughs) sorry (laughs) yeah (laughs) cool okay there we go that established yeah um, but hey, there's another episode of Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Oh yeah, that the thing. Power <coughs> broker or mm. power broker is how is the episode title for this one? And do you know what? It's kind of like. Here we go. I'm just gonna lay it out straight from the beginning. I was very fifty fifty on this episode, mm. in the sense that there was. 50% of the episode, I feel, was very similar to the first two, and um, it's it's just like, so the first two episodes, we've talked about how much we like the style, and we've talked about um, the writing, and how Marvel work their things, and how very much it always fits in with everything Marvel have done beforehand. And I know people are always trying to change what they, what they do. But so the first two episodes we were like really enjoying. And this third episode, I don't know. I felt 50, 50 on it. And the fact that 50% of it, I was really into. And then there was maybe not a 50%. I wasn't, but there was just chunks of it, particularly like the whole John Wick style thing that suddenly came about in this, almost in this city where they had to go into this club and, yeah. do you know there's always, when it involves assassins there's always some sort of neon club with shit music <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. has to be where they all congregate, and I don't know why, is it because assassins all have terrible taste in venues and music is that just something that comes hand in hand with being yeah, tons assassin? of money,
1: yeah, tons of money <laughs> And you know the people in the clubs always don't care at the fact that they are like you know hanging out with the most dangerous people on the planet you know it's It's always like, oh, it's cool, we're having a great time dancing around it's good, you know, and it's like, the <laughs> huh, winter soldiers just there having a drink, you know like."
0: It's always like the same dance as well, isn't it? It's always like hands are kind of kind of up in the air and people have their eyes closed and they're just okay. swaying around. Yeah, <laughs> it's that not- same dance. It's because there's no right dance to the music they listen to because it's so terrible well, that there's no there's no way you can kind of uh, create a, a dance which, I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> um, yeah, I- but so... It, that and, like, the mob boss um, character lady. Um, I don't know, that whole, like, scene just kind of... I just felt like I was watching something different for a second there. Yeah. And I was just kind of, oh, okay. Can we move past this bit and get to when they're actually hunting people again? Because oh. it feels like... It felt like a moment I could go and get a cup of tea. <laughs>
1: And it's interesting you say that because I quite like the metropolis part um, in that I always like those, um, similar to John Wick, actually. Now that you mention it, it's, exa- it's actually very much like John Wick. But I usually kind of like the under, like, kind of belly cities where there's this gang kind of stuff going on. I thought that was quite a cool side of the Marvel Universe to show. Um, but I know what you mean, that, like, this episode, it felt – you know, when I was kind of watching it, I was thinking back on the previous two, and each episode feels distinctly different. In that, like the tones and scenarios, and to a lot of the extent, like the characters, like are kind of put into completely different situations. I mean, even thinking like, you know, Falcon has his 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 what's his kind of his uh, helper guy from the first episode. I mean, uh, Sa- uh... Uh, Torres.
0: Yes, yeah, Torres, sorry. the yeah. army guy. Yeah. I so thought like, that was going to be more of like a con- I mean, I say I thought that was going to be more of a continuous thing. Maybe it's just not this episode he's appearing in, but I thought that was going to be something that was a, like an element throughout.
1: <clears throat> exactly, like he was going to be like a sort of a buddy, like, you know, helper side guy to the Falcon and would be much more involved in the adventures, but actually he hasn't appeared since the first episode, which is kind of like <sighs> You know, we've been, I mean, I've been enjoying the series, but it, I feel almost as if this one, this episode, they've kind of taken a lot on. And, you know, with this, you know, there only being six episodes, it feels like it's quite spread out so far, the storyline. And I think adding this Metropole, uh scenario, whilst it's cool, kind of makes it even more sprawled out to the point where you know, there's elements in the first episode which haven't been revisited and even really thought about, like, I mean, taking, like, the Winter Soldier and the fact that he was befriending the old, you know, the old Japanese guy because he killed his son, and you know, he had that girlfriend that he was talking to, you know, who worked in the restaurant, I mean, all of that has been completely forgotten, uh, and similar with the uh, with the Falcon, and, you know, so it, it's, yeah, I feel that they're trying to get quite a lot of beats in, and maybe it might be a little bit too ambitious but again, you know, it, it could just be like this whole starting of a new era thing that, you know, Marvel is doing um, with this and they're just trying to set up so many things for kind of films going forwards which could be the case but also yeah, as we said, like it's a lot of stuff to take on and now we've got this power broker and we've got the, the terrorists and, you know, when we're going to find out how that's connected but You know, because there's so much at stake, really, it feels like, is there enough time to kind of address that all properly and give everyone the sort of dedicated time that they deserve, you know?
0: You've also got the new Captain America as well, because you've got that situation there. So you've got the first kind of character kind of trait that he portrays in this episode, where you see him, like, getting a bit annoyed Mm. with people maybe not taking him seriously or him not having the influence that he thought he was going to have. and you. But that's, that's another thing, isn't it? Uh, yeah. Maybe this is an episode where they're trying to implement a lot of things. So going to the next three, they can almost give those things more time then. But this episode, they're like, right, we need to set up the Captain America arc. Yeah. We need to set up the Power Broker arc. We need to set up the, obviously, Carter comes back into it. Uh, Sharon Carter, is it Sharon Carter? Yep. yep. Uh, um, Sharon Carter comes it's, back into it. By the way, her... it was
1: badass. She was so badass yeah. in that scene, yeah. right, taking out the bounty hunter. That was really cool, I thought.
0: like, just... I, I did like, um, and she was like, she literally did majority of all the work, and it was like, it's alright guys, <laughs> see you later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just completely just risked my life and took down like 15 bounty hunters, but you know, it's absolutely fine. But yeah, maybe this is more so a setup, but then you also have the um face, face smashers. Hands
1: flag smashers. Flag smashers.
0: Yeah. Oh that like <laughs> face right. smashers, hand smashers, <laughs> flags. They have the smash
1: faces to be honest. I mean you know. Yeah, it's
0: true, it's true. <laughs> um we had like an element of storyline there with one of them like losing, I'm guessing a family member. Or, but it was yeah, so like brief, sudden. Yeah, It was very much just like, oh, quickly go into this room. Our family member not going to make it. Move on. Next. Um, So I felt maybe this episode was a bit too much going on. Yeah. Trying to cram it all in. For me personally, but funny looking at it on IMDb, it's got the highest rating of all the episodes so far. Mm. So for some people, it's obviously sit extremely well. One thing I do really like is... Um, more Daniel Brawl, Yeah, Zemo. Yeah, yeah. because Daniel Brawl, Zemo, billionaire baron. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. Give give more of that. I I absolutely love that element. I love that after this time now he's got a bit of humor to him, yeah. tiny bit of humor to him mm-hmm. after obviously no humor whatsoever um, in a civil war. But you know, time has passed and time heals all wounds. Um but here he is, Mr. Baron Man. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think you're on the same beat as me. More Daniel yeah. Ball.
1: Yeah, Zemo, he's now seemingly coming across as like a kind of a darker Tony Stark in a way, like, you know, billionaire and has these abilities and also kind of quite charming as well now. You know, before he was kind of you know, he wanted the Avengers to destroy themselves and you know, now he's kind of more about balancing the world again you know following his transgressions in the past which you know again quite surprising the fact that he's like well we created super soldiers and kind of got rid of it then and now i'm gonna do the same thing now and it's like oh oh that's handy thanks mate you know um oh and you have a shit ton of resources at your disposal as well and just you know he's kind of yeah this this tony Stark, you know i'm Batman, <laughs> yeah Bruce Wayne type yeah exactly you know and then of, yeah later on in the episode he starts kicking ass as well which was quite um quite cool as well but yeah again you know he's like another character which you know he has the history and now and i feel in this episode they kind of reintroduce him quite well and you know him breaking out of prison is quite cool and obviously teaming up with the winter soldier and falcon and i like how that's a kind of contrast to the captain america uh, and Battlestar um sort of storyline that they're kind of taking the official route the the moral good sort of way of of you know fighting crime and not getting anywhere with it you know and actually like still two steps behind really um whereas you know you've got the you know falcon winter soldier who are you know they live in the real world and they know that they have to you know make deals with the bad guys to to get the even better guys um and so i quite like that contrast between captain america and 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 you know uh and falcon winter soldier and, and how essentially they're kind of tackling the, uh, the enemy, so to speak, uh, and finding out about it. And, you know, it's what's quite funny as well is, you know, the Falcon and, and Winter Soldier succeeded much better um, than Captain America. Um, and also, you know, I have to say, like, I, I, one of the things, one of the things that's continuing to go along throughout the series, which I think is really funny and effective, is that relationship be- between, you know, Falcon and Winter Soldier that is just so, you know, annoying brother. Um, which just continues to just give great lines and great kind of moments between them and just, you know, the little snarks that they kind of give to each other and clearly they only trust each other in this situation, but they're so like at odds with each other that it just makes like for a great little comedic tension, to be honest, you know?
0: Uh, a good callback at the end to um, civil war with the car seat. <laughs>
1: oh yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> You're not going to move your seat forward, are you? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love that. Yeah. Um what? yeah, we got less of that unfortunately in this particular episode. I, I was I and I said when I say obviously more Daniel Brawl, but I was also surprised by the humor coming in from his side as well because we leave him in Winter Soldier and no, that Winter Soldier Civil War oh. as such like a torn, tortured kind of dark character and I understand a lot obviously a lot of time has passed probably like seven years or something like that so maybe this is back to his an original trait um but yeah he was that is quite a huge leap in um his character his character profile changing which I'm obviously enjoying because maybe maybe it would be too much if you had the same character from Civil War come in. Mm. Maybe it would be a, too not kind of the element they were looking for. So to speak, maybe too much of a dark character on the yeah. good people's side.
1: Yeah, and especially with that comedy between um you know Falcon and Winter Soldier, like to bring Zemo in as a character and like to be completely joyless would have just been a complete mismatch, I think, for like the the beat that it's going for. Really, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, Uh, I feel that would have been a, yeah, probably a bit too polar opposites for it to kind of sit well in this particular um, show. But um, there's always a crazy doctor. We get a crazy doctor. Uh, I am God. The crazy doctors make the world go round in these (laughs) marvels. They always proclaim
1: themselves as God and then they die. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah,
0: yeah. Shortly after as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's always pretty shortly after. Um, but I was when Daniel Braul, he, um, Zemo kind of finds that gun and takes the guy out. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, in instances like that, those are the people that should be just taken out. I mean, okay. you, you don't batter an eyelid at taking out random bounty hunters, but people who are creating super soldier terrorists, just like, just take them out. Then that problem is gone.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was what Zemo kind of set out to do as well. So. You Know you, it's not really surprising. It's kind of interesting that Falcon and you know, Winter Soldier want to keep him alive, obviously, but you know, I suppose they are kind of on the good side. But, um, again, you know, it's interesting with the scientists saying that he, you know, after Hydra, he worked for the CIA and then you know, it, mm. he got taken out in the blip and, and then brought back and kind of rehired again. So it's, um, yeah, again, kind of an interesting character and. <clears throat> You know, a, a lot of story there in, in terms of with this power broker now as well uh, being introduced and the fact that they were going after the super serum in the past and commissioning him. I mean, you know, it's again, and this is what I'm kind of a little bit, you know, tentative about with this series. That they're kind of bringing in like really big concepts into the universe and, you know, whether they'll have kind of enough time to pull it off or whether it's just going to all be like a big introduction. But, you know, I mean, there are three episodes left, obviously
0: um Yeah, like we're halfway through, aren't we? So yeah. maybe, if anything, this is us talking about time again, but if anything, the first three episodes act as a setup to the last three, or even the last two, because I guess with the length we're getting at the moment is very much in the sense that the last two episodes would feel like an hour and a half film. Mm. So there's time, isn't there, I suppose. I mean, I know a lot of films, especially Marvel films, sit at the two-hour mark, but an hour and a half is enough time to tell or at least tell the ending part of a story. Mm. Definitely. So I feel it's just... I feel it's very much because it's quite different. There's not as much... As you, I know, and it's you shouldn't really compare it to WandaVision, but it's only because we're in a new era and this is like number two of the Marvel TV shows, cinematic TV shows, so it's like you can't not compare it. So I feel it's just because I guess it's so different to WandaVision in the sense of WandaVision, every episode deserved a certain type of unpacking because there was so much happening with Wanda's character. Yeah. It was a very much you like a learning experience the whole way. You're getting loads of so many different elements. And this one is obviously more I would say more original in the sense of not original in the sense of this hasn't been done before, but it fits that particular mold more right. like The storytelling on how the Marvel stuff has been told so far, yeah, to speak. And this is us seeing that style in a series, yeah. So it's always, I guess, it's that thing and it going out weekly, and us people getting used to that because everything is usually film or binge worthy. So now we're in the middle again of how everything was like 20 years ago, where you just had to wait to find out. So there was all, and it's a brilliant way. I mean a hundred percent Marvel should continue to release like this because if anything, it just, it gives you six weeks of hype on the same show. Yeah, definitely. And I, I
1: think, you know, when you compare one division to, to Falcon Winter soldier, I mean, you know, one division, I think what was so effective about it is that they, you know, had more episodes and the episodes kind of went more into depth on singular characters and sort of beats that carried across the episodes. Whereas here we have so many characters, beats, um, and kind of ideas and concepts introduced that it's it feels quite scattergun in its approach. Um particularly in the first three <laughs> episodes that they're clearly having to set up so much and, you know, highlight um and I mean, you know, and with Wonder Vision it kind of did obviously touch upon how the world changed after the blip and Avengers, etc. cetera. Um, but this is much, you know, the Falcon winter soldier series is much more sort of real terms, you know, addressing that from so many different angles from the characters and from people who want to change it. And from the people who kind of not, well, you know, had other nefarious dealings in the world at that time. So, you know, the, and as well as kind of, you know, then with characters like Sharon, for example, being reintroduced and, you know, she was quite a major character before um, and then kind of got screwed over. And now she's kind of back with, I mean, <laughs> again, and you know, this episode kind of dedicates some time to her and like where she's coming. The fact that she's running this stolen art gallery, you know, a la John Wick style uh, again, or come club, I should say, really, because it turns into a yeah. on. people partying with drinks around, you know, the Mona Lisa and stuff like don't spill it, please. You know. Um, so yeah. Please
0: have splash glass. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. Like oh god, you know. Um, social distancing from the artwork, please. Um, so yeah, again, yeah, a lot, a lot of you know story beats in this, which is maybe why it feels a little bit more uncertain in terms of where it's going to go and like what the kind of true intention of the series is and you know i mean and i mean having this character like selby which you know in this episode was kind of built up quite a lot and then i mean you know you see her for about five minutes and then she dies um that was a little bit yeah I, i don't know i don't know if that was completely explored as it should have been and maybe you know um maybe this is just going to be a sign of the series really that they kind of, you know, they have to work quickly really in terms of how, because there's so much to kind of get through that you can't really have lingering on characters, which are unnecessary. And you kind of see that a lot on this episode from Selby and also, you know, the kind of mad doctor, uh, the mad scientist guy. I mean, again, you know, a, a big influential character in, in the story arc of this series. And, you know, after he spills the beans on, on his work, that's, you know, he spills his brains, you know? So, um, yeah clearly there's a lot to kind of get through with the series and you know and not much dwell time and again and also even if you look at the flag smashers, the mama person i I can't remember the the terrorist woman um the the one that was dying um
0: yes yes
1: but again like she's clearly like an instrumental character in the flag smashers organization and then but it's given (laughs) really no time whatsoever it's like oh she's dying gone now they're really angry. It's like, oh, Christ, you know, like, wow. So, yeah, clearly there's a lot that they have to get to in this series. And so, you know, they're just, like, churning through, like, characters, scenarios, situations, um, which, I mean, you know, overall it is entertaining, of course, you know. But it's just kind of, you know, I'm just wondering it. I mean, to be honest, I'm sure they will bring it together in the next three episodes. So, you know, as you said, it's it's still only halfway. But it's, uh, yeah, I'm curious to see where where it'll go with everyone and you know um and how the characters will turn out towards the end because i i feel that there's you know temptations with for example with the winter soldier and how he's kind of going back to that old way of being you know when he was in the bar and he starts like beating up guys you know it's like uh that there's there's the guy we know you know
0: (laughs) there he is yeah
1: (laughs) who you're assassinating today mate oh okay cool yeah (laughs)
0: <laughs> Who you're assassinating today, mate? Wow. He's always got yeah, a lot of cards, you
1: know. So,
0: no, it is it is good in the sense of it's not wasting a lot of time. In that sense, it's just like right; these characters play a purpose. And now we need to move on because <laughs> we got stuff to do. Um, so we don't need another crime boss uh, chasing yeah. after them. We've got we've got enough <laughs> already happening. Um, so it's. It's it's a it's an interesting one, and it's definitely I say as a whole so far, it's very entertaining. Yeah, it's very entertaining. It's very enjoyable. Um, so it's it's interesting to see what is coming in the next three episodes. Are we setting up more, or are we going into? I mean, we always one uh, thought this of one division. It was always like, oh, okay, so it's the next episode. We're gonna bring everything together or oh, it's the next step or oh, are they going to do three episodes <laughs> it was always kind of that situation and i feel this one is the the same it's like oh is it is it the next episode now are we are we now going to do like the final arc and just go through it for three episodes but they've got time which yeah. is great there's a lot of char- i feel they've introduced all of the main characters that were especially the characters that were on the poster so i feel we have the full set now to, to move forward, so to speak. So, a bore. So, you got Sharon Carter has a driver <laughs> at the end there. So, it's very much just like I'm on the run. I haven't spoken to my family for two years. I'm also the secret director of S.H.I.E.L.D. No. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's, it's kind of that element. It's always, there's always Marvel love leaving us with some questions. So when she gets into that car, I'm like, is she on the run? I mean, yeah. she's got pretty good connections. I mean, not many people on the run have her own driver. I mean, she you know kills. That.
1: She kills like twenty bounty hunters and then like walks yeah. away from the situation like very nonchalantly back to her, you know, art gallery come club. Um, so, yeah, it was you know, it's, and also it's interesting when she's talking about. Um, how basically the United States really wants to capture and, you know, Mandraple doesn't extradite and things like that. And it's like, that's very convenient, you know, (laughs) it's just, (laughs) you know, that you're, you're (laughs) so set up and, you know, I I mean, to be honest, her life is probably more comfortable there than was in the States. I mean, in the States, you know, when, I mean, we remember when, you know, we, she, you know, is essentially living in a mediocre apartment to, you know, watch Captain America, you know? So this is, definitely a step up from that you know um (laughs) she had
0: a lot of her i mean if we're talking just apartment square footage uh (laughs) her place where they got she seemed to have clothes for an array of people uh (laughs) that place was pretty well set up had some nice sofas in there some good distance between the walls a lot of walk around space very like derelict kind of arty style. Um, so, yeah. yeah a, I mean,
1: a weird amount of men's clothes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A weird amount of men's clothes. Um, <laughs> and, you know, she's got a driver now. The car looked quite snazzy. So, there, there's some sort of upgrade here from someone mm. on the run. She's the most, you know, equipped on the run person with a pretty nice pad that I've ever seen, I think. <laughs>
1: and it's, it's also interesting in this episode how one thing I didn't get in this episode is how they went from kind of being chased by bounty hunters in the low part of town. And then as soon as they went to the high part of town, like their bounty hunters were like, Oh, no, oh, can't access there. You know, like our money's no good there. Like, you know, that's kind of it really. And it's a bit like, I don't know. I have just kind of <laughs> expected Mandrapov with the way it was set up to be much more sort of ruthless and pursuing. And it would be like a kind of like nonstop, you know, um, Sort of, you know, thrill ride, but actually, like, when they got to Sharon's place, it was like, oh, well, you know, now we're safe. And it's like, okay. And that's, she's clearly very set up in Mandrapo in like a few years. She's used her CIA skills for some real quality networking, basically. Um, so, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens with her. I mean, personally, like, the character, which I'm very curious about to see what will transpire with them, is Captain America or John Walker, all American name, you know. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I love the fact that he, first of all, I mean, the guy spits in his face, and clearly he does not like that, you know, like,
0: not at all, uh, yeah, not yeah. at all.
1: So, I'm, 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 I feel that, you know, this is like, you know, introducing the fact that he's going to lose his rag at some point, and it's going to be quite awkward because everyone, you know, Captain America is supposed to be the sort of American hero standing for good and justice and, you know, no bad language and, you know, etc. And yet, he's clearly gonna punch a kid in the face in the next episode or something. I mean, he's getting pretty annoyed with you know the fact that the way he's doing things literally provides no results whatsoever. And uh, and the Falcon and you know he's got the whole U.S. government on his side, whereas the Falcon and Winter Soldier, these sort of vigilante agents who have gone on the run themselves and they're doing ten times the work he is. So I'm looking for and also in the fact that he wanted to team up with them. And work with them as well, and actually, you know, they said no, and you know, he's looking like an idiot now. So I'm I'm looking forward to seeing how he, you know, just gets really angry. <laughs> really. Yeah. Um, well, the
0: Falcon and the Winter Soldier are very much turning out to be like, if you can find them, and if you know where they are, and yeah. you can call the A team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 One hundred percent, and also I did find that bit slightly funny in the terms of when that guy like spat in his face, he was like really angry now and like, pushes up against a wall, but it's just, like so weakly because yeah. there's no like extra strength in there. And the guy's like, yeah, yeah I don't respect you. Or no. I don't, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> yeah. you you were hoping that you push him through a wall. I mean, the guy
1: is, yeah, you know, he literally does reveal himself as a terror sympathizer, essentially. Um, yeah. And he spits in Captain America's face and he's like, well, okay, cool. I would shove my shield to your throat, but that's not what Captain America would do. But hopefully the next episode he will do that and then it will be a really nice sort of who is good and who is bad sort of awkward contrast, you know. Um, yeah, I feel There, like must, up there the-
0: must be a shield fight coming up. There must be a shield fight or a shield stealing or a passing of the shield. Mm-hmm at some point there's some shield action going on and not the government agency, the actual shield.
1: <laughs> yeah, and actually, it's you know, seeing the recap for this episode as well, and actually, you know, I, I, I'm not sure if we kind of discussed it too much, you know, in the last um, episode, but essentially how much um, impetus, you know, both, like the symbology behind the, the shield for, you know, the Falcon and for Winter Soldier, you know, and... and how they both regard it and and their kind of idea, you know, their kind of ideals towards it. And the fact that, you know, um, you know, that Sam was given the shield by Steve and then he kind of hands it over willingly. And then he goes to someone else and Bucky saw that as, you know, a complete like betrayal of the ideas and stuff. And I think that's a, yeah, I, again, like, that's kind of a, a story element that, you know, was introduced earlier on in the kind of first episode much more so that it was, you know, highlighting, you know, the the symbology of it, and yeah, I'm curious to see where it'll go later on, and you know, um, <laughs> whether, you know, maybe that's when, you know, Captain America will really lose his shit, is when, you know, he gets his shield taken from him, and it's like, hey, Steve promised, you know, promised it to me all along, says Falcon, you know, and then uh, that's when he's that's like, oh, really? Captain yeah, yeah.
0: America. It's like, you'll never be Captain America. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's yeah. I feel that and, and one... there's and then Steve Rogers comes up. And he's like, oh, I'm Captain America. And then it's like,
1: oh, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Multiple Captain America. I mean, Captain Continent America. Yeah, so it's
0: Captain Continent America.
1: So, or, you know, maybe one could be North America and South America,
0: you know. like <laughs> yeah. Captain, Captain North Canada. America. And I'm Captain Canada. <laughs> no away, Captain Canada. No one needs you right now. <laughs> no one needs you, Captain Canada. <laughs>
1: he's really sweet because he's made out of maple syrup, you know. <laughs> yeah, what are you all arguing about? <laughs> uh. <laughs> hey, chill out, buddy.
0: <laughs> oh, South Park. Right.
1: But it's... Um, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, um, I feel that the shield be a big kind of contentious part, um, going forwards when, uh, Captain America kind of, you know, finds, um, the Falcon and Winter Soldier again and discusses terrorist activities with them. Um, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it, it, as I said, I, I'm just kind of enjoying seeing Captain America kind of losing his sort of moral edge and, uh, you know, um, I'm curious again as well with Battlestar, you know, cause he's a, you know, we've seen him quite a lot with Captain America, actually like pretty much every scene they're, they kind of together, but we really don't know much about like his abilities and no. I mean, he speaks German fluently. Um, he, he's which is
0: cool. really good with the bungee rope.
1: Yeah. That too. Yeah. Um, otherwise like, you know, does he have, is he really strong or does he have like some cool yeah. gadgets or something? I mean,
0: I think they just have, you know, like skills, trained skills. I don't think either of them are, have any form of super strength.
1: You don't, you don't think Captain America does either. No. Oh, interesting. Cause no, I, think I, don't think,
0: I don't think he does because two reasons that two of the biggest reasons that make me think that, One is the fight scene that you first see uh, Battlestar and Captain America have on the top of the lorries. And there's a scene where he's nearly knocked off and he's hanging off the back. And it takes him, like, from what it looks like a majority of all of his strength to lift himself back up. That's true. uh, Onto the lorry. And then, like, this scene in this one where he kind of pushes the guy up against the wall or such, it doesn't. Kind of give off the vibe of any kind of superior strength, Mm. um, and so I, I even though that guy said he was developing a super serum, I just don't feel. Well,
1: he did say he was working for the CIA, you know. So
0: yeah, so that's why you know that's why there's maybe a question mark there. But from what I've seen on screen, it very much doesn't seem to be the case.
1: Yeah, I feel, that for me, I, I'm i unsure because, yeah, I mean, now that the scientists have revealed that, you know, he worked for the CIA, so there's a chance that Americans have some trace of the serum. But, like, I mean, I don't know, when we kind of first saw Captain America, just throwing the shield, um, you know, with that much ability and being able to catch it, I don't know, like... That would probably break my arm if i if I had to do that you know? I mean you know launching a shield, having it rebound off like a number of like walls or bad guys, and then catching it on my arm without you know it you know absolutely just destroying every bone and in, in it. it it's i i feel as as if you have to have some some super serum or some some bit of juice in there you know and also it's the way that they're also that him and battlestar are so willingly going into battle with like super soldiers and Falcon and Winter Soldier and kind of standing up to them and being like, hey, you know, who are you guys? Like, we're Captain America. It's like, I don't know, to have that kind of amount of balls, you, you probably have to have some special yeah, serum yeah. flowing around them, I hope, because, like, otherwise those are huge cojones that they're going into battle with, you know, to be
0: honest. <laughs> yeah, it's true. I mean, maybe there is. It just, it, if there is, it, apart from that main scene where you see him training with the shield it doesn't seem to be anything that's too obvious to indicate that there is but like maybe that is the case there's some underlining maybe they didn't get the serum completely i don't know
1: yeah maybe it wasn't as strong as what they have now you know but just
0: Um, may it makes their durability higher i don't know something like that
1: do you think it's going to be like that's going to be a, a, a kind of story element going forward the sort of uncovering of this new John Walker, Captain America that we learned because, you know, we had discussed that actually we were hoping to have some sort of back telling episode, you know, mm. a backstory episode where they highlight him and the bliff and all these things and kind of bring it together. And, you know, it still could happen. Um, maybe to, you know, help bring them back into the main storyline uh, after this episode. um,
0: but yeah, do you, I mean, it's it's hard to know, really. It's hard to know. I, fe- I feel, maybe we might get some flashbacks, but I feel we've had our. That's as much as they're going to give us. Mm. But I, I'm, I'm obviously uh, there's no way of knowing. But it it feels like they're very much moving on with the other the main story arc, obviously, and. Maybe, like, John Walker's story for the rest of the one is always coming up short, and that leads to the final, like, show... Not showing his true colours, but just not being able to deal with... I don't necessarily feel he's going to be a bad bad guy, but it's just not being able to deal with the pressures that come about by being the symbol of Captain America, pretty much. Mm, Yeah. So yeah. I think that's where we might end up being with him. Yeah.
1: I have to say as well, like Wyatt Russell, if you've ever seen him in a role where he's like I, I think I had mentioned in one of the previous episodes that, you know, he was in the the film The Goon, which is like about like yeah, yeah. And, yeah. Scott,
0: yeah. yeah,
1: And he's like really angry in that film. Um he plays it very well, like a very angry character, which is why I think you know, subconsciously I'm I'm hoping that we see more of that because he is you know, when he gets angry, I mean, he gets really angry, and and I, I feel that the way that he's kind of portraying the character at the moment uh, of John Walker is is like that, you know, it, it's that kind of, yeah, yeah, you know, everything's cool, everything's cool, like, why'd you look at me funny? You know, like, all of a sudden he just snaps and just, you yeah. know, he has that kind of, that dark underbelly, so I'm, I'm yeah, I'm hoping we, you know, why Russell's such a capable actor that I feel that he can pull off that you know, surprising sort of turnaround um, you know, really effectively. So yeah, let's, let's see what, you know, what, um, I mean, yeah, what, how they, how they kind of write the next three episodes. Um,
0: yeah,
1: yeah it's, uh, it's interesting. I know, you know, and to be honest, I'm I'm kind of curious again with the flag smashes and, and I think it's an interesting concept and you, you kind of feel like, you know, do you not feel that you're kind of gaining more sympathies for them as well and their cause in some ways?
0: Yeah. Cause they don't really seem to be doing too, anything too like negative
1: yeah it just really. feels like they're giving vaccines out to like people who don't have them and yeah but then, and they do want to create stuff yeah but then I don't know. the whole super kind of army concept is a bit maybe a bit precarious but you know um i don't know i feel that you're, you're kind of gaining a fair amount of sympathies to them and and you know and, and actually the fact that they're all just kind of Young people doing what they think is right. It's like, no, it, it's they're they're a bit more extinction than extinction rebellion, though. I mean, yeah. They're, they're, so you know, they're, they're, it's a, again an interesting kind of. I, th- I think that that's what's kind of interesting about this series is the kind of moral fog that every character has, from like Captain America to the Flag Smashers to you know Winter Soldier and Falcon to Zemo as well. You know, mm-hmm. um, and even Sharon. You know, Sharon was like, you know good guy the whole time and now she's in matchpool like doing you know stealing artwork and stuff so you know who's good and who's bad ben
0: and then we ha- have wakanda
1: oh yes
0: <laughs> completely forgot <laughs> right at the end of the whole series uh we have a character maybe one of the king's guard also coming from wakanda so that's another interesting element that is coming into it and i'm anytime they want to bring in more wakanda i'm here for it because i abs- i love black panther um that's one of my favorite marvel films so, so anytime you're down i get more with... of that then sign me up
1: you're down with the idea of a, a wakanda vision
0: a wakanda vision yeah <laughs> well there is isn't there there is a, a wakanda series Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, like
1: a specific, you know, Wakanda Vision series.
0: Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Okay, yeah.
1: Get yeah, my pun. Yeah, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm, I get it. You know, I, get it. Yeah, I, was, yeah. I was happy with that one. <laughs> but yeah. I mean, I agree. Like, I, I actually just literally watched Black Panther. Like, I think yesterday or the day before in my kind of Marvel universe rewatch. And uh, yeah, um, I'm, I'm, again, a nice, surprising element in this series and. I get, but also, you know, is that one element too many? You know, like that, you have kind of bring in all these like yep. Marvel Universe yep. elements. I mean, it's another kind of big, you know, slab to throw in there, like, hey, what does Wakanda think about all this? Like, I don't know, but they're going to kick someone's ass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they're definitely going to kick someone's ass. That's what's going to happen. 100% guaranteed.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, it, yeah, wow. I, I thought that was a nice kind of ending to it, to you know, intriguing. to say the least
0: bring on next week that's all i can say Hi guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Jedi Order Podcast. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe and may the force be with you.